Coming across to the left. On the run, Kelsey. Kelsey, touchdown! Gilly right here on the BeckQL Network. It's Joe Gilio, Aaron Hawks, we're with you on a Monday. And we are live, Aaron, from the Tap Sports at the BetMGM National Harbor, Maryland. We're just outside the nation's capital. Exciting day, exciting week, Aaron, as Maryland will test out mobile sports betting today. And then they go live this week. How are you? I'm good. It's so good to see you in person. Yes. I got to see you right when we were uh, checking in at security, and I was like, there's Chochi, I see you. Well, you saved me because I didn't know where to go, and I was like, oh, that's Aaron. I'm, I'm in the right place. So we're good, and uh, we are here. We're excited to be here. We're going to do shows live today, tomorrow. we got so much to get to. J- Jason Lockett for later in the show, Brad Spielberger, pro football focus later in the show, and, of course, um, Ryan Horvath's going to come down. He's, he's here be- somewhere, so he's going to come down. The donkster? I mean, that was a bucket list item for me. <laughs> I know. I saw him on the floor right behind us. I'm like, wow, the dogster is here. So sometimes when you're at a, like a cool place, you get starstruck, right? You see someone famous. <laughs> I saw the dogster today. So I, I was starstruck. We are starstruck. He did not give us autographs, though. No. I mean, well, well, he maybe later. He did us a little yeah. bit. So. Well, he, he's at the tap bar. Maybe he'll loosen up a little bit, give us an autograph later. <laughs> he needs All right. a shot early yes, in the morning. Yes, it's, it's a little early for that, but maybe not too early. And don't forget, but between today, uh, 2 and 10 p.m., customers can log on and make bets to events like Monday Night Football and the World Cup. We'll be watching and hanging out all day. So, Aaron, let's dive into it. Uh, Sunday in the NFL yesterday, week 11. And I think we got to start what happened last night with yeah. the Chiefs. Another comeback. Patrick Mahomes. You know, yesterday was a day where it felt like maybe a little separation in the MVP. Jalen Hurts had a big game, big fourth quarter. But Patrick Mahomes, three more touchdowns, 329 yards. He's the MVP of the league right now. I agree. You know, and you could look at it in MVP discussion, and you could also look at it as I'm not sure the Bills should be the favorite. Mm. You know, when you look at BetMGM, the favorite to win the Super Bowl, I don't know if I can do the Bills thing. I think it's the Chiefs. And we've been saying it for a couple weeks now. Like, you just can't count Mahomes and Andy Reid out, you know, and here they come, you know, and they showed it last night. 30 to 27, the final. So they don't cover, but they win. And look, the Chiefs here. Aaron, they're eight and two, and you think about they have two wins over the Chargers. The division's basically over. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, and the Chiefs are going to win the division again. Remember, before the season, we kept talking about how this was maybe the year the Chiefs aren't going to win the division. Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders—it's over. They're going to win the division again. They're probably going to have home field. Yeah. And the Chiefs hosting the AFC title game for the fifth straight year feels pretty plausible. I agree. I mean. They've got, they're a game ahead of the Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, Titans. But, yeah, uh, the Chargers and Raiders just completely fell off from what we were thinking, you know, uh, or at least the odds were reflecting before the season started. But, yeah, it, it's it's the Chiefs for me. I, I mean, especially in the AFC, uh, plus 375 for the Bills, plus 450 for the Chiefs. I mean, I guess they can't, you know, put Chiefs – you know, as a favorite? Like, what What do you make of that? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I still think you're getting a pretty good number on the Chiefs because they're not yeah. the favorite. Yeah. And I understand the Bills are really talented. And the Bills did beat them earlier this season in Kansas City. But if you had to guess right now who's more likely to go to the Super Bowl or at least, like, be in the title game, it's the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They're going to have home field most likely. Mm-hmm. And they're going to win their division without question. The Bills might not. 
The Bills still have to fight the Dolphins exactly. and maybe the Patriots. The Chiefs have an easier yeah. path. It really all lines up for them, which is why, you know, listen, if you like the Chiefs, are still getting better value there. Um, I, I just don't get it with the Bills as the over, well, not overwhelming, but plus 375 versus plus 450. I don't understand it, but I mean, here we are, right? Yeah. We are. Chiefs uh, do not cover. So Chargers plus the five and a half covered it over 52. And then quickly, Travis Kelsey. I mean, six catches, 115 yards, three touchdowns. This is his second three-touchdown game of this season. Yeah, he is. He's good. Uh, I mean, that's one of his favorite targets. And you look at, you know, some of the weapons that the Chiefs lost and people are like, oh, it's going to be such a big deal. Is it? Is it? I no. mean, now's when you want to be playing your best football. And that's what the Chiefs are doing. I-, I thought they could overcome this. It just took a while to really get this offense clicking. And now I think they're clicking on all cylinders um, when it matters most heading into the playoffs. Yeah, and look right out. now at the standings. In the AFC. It's them. I mean, they're 8-2, and two, and then you have five, seven, and three teams. Miami, Tennessee, Baltimore, Buffalo. But this is the Chiefs division. It's still their conference, and they have the best quarterback and the best player in football to go with, with it. Um, what do you think about uh, Isaiah Pacheco? We've talked about him hmm. before. I think he's great as a running back, but maybe a little bit of a liability in the passing game. Yep. Um, you know, it would be good to see him, you know, kind of get everything together in this offense. Yeah, it, they, they seem to really like him as a running back because yeah. he's kind of taken over the job. He's the running back now. But you're right, that, that's one piece they, they got to get buttoned up before this season ends. All right, so Aaron, yes, last night we had the Chargers cover. But I think the wildest cover of the day had to be the Patriots covering minus three and a half <laughs> against the Jets. So I'm watching that. So I, I had my, my eye really on the Eagles' Colts, and we'll get to that. But – I, I had that Jets game on, and I'm watching because it, it was like football from 1975. It was 3-3 mm-hmm. to three the entire game. Nobody could score. Zach Wilson was so bad. And then at the end of the game, a punt, you figure the game's going overtime, probably going to end on a field goal, and the Patriots return it for a punt return. 84 yards. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Change the game. And you've got to think, if you're the Jets, like, are they ever going to beat the Patriots? No. Like, nope. Do we even need to have this conversation next season? It's like they just can't. No matter what they do, they just can't have nice things and beat Bill Belichick and the they Patriots. They ha- haven't beat them since 2008 in the regular season. I mean, that's unbelievable. <laughs> the last time they beat him in, uh, was the playoffs in 2010 in Foxborough. That was what Mark Sanchez. I mean that. And then after the game, Aaron. I mean, after the game, Zach Wilson's asked, you know, are, do you feel like you let the defense down? And he said no. That's I mean, a lie. Yes. He needs to look in the mirror this morning and apologize to the people because that was a lie. Yes. I mean, all those punts, you let everybody down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was terrible. Everyone on Jets plus three and a half was let down. Delusional. I don't know if you're narcissistic, delusional, whatever, but like maybe you just didn't know what to say. I, w- I thought the same thing. I was like, uh, I don't know how you could actually believe that. Um, but on the flip side, Mac Jones played turnover-free football. Yep. Um, I think that was quite notable. And also, you know, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, they were very effective as well. They were good. Yeah, yeah you're right. And and we do this with young quarterbacks. So who's a bust? Who's not? And then it changes fast. Zach Wilson feels like a bust. Yeah. You know, Matt. Mac Jones might just be okay. Fields might be a star. I'm not sure about Lawrence yet, but doesn't it just feel like Wilson's bad? 
and so bad that I was thinking, like, I don't think Mike White is the answer, but should they go back to Flacco? Well, we're you know, we're not far from a place that Joe Flacco once starred. <laughs> you know, he said he was elite once. Could they be worse with Joe Flacco? They scored three points? I don't think they could be worse. I don't think so either. Um, <laughs> all right, so the big one in the NAFs yesterday was the Cowboys and the Vikings, and we talked about that game. Wow. The spread, it was like, man, are the Vikings really home dogs? Well, Aaron, yesterday, they go out, and they didn't just get beat. That was one of the biggest beatdowns of the season, 40-3. to The Vikings went from that team that wins all these close games, and now if you look at it, they've been outscored this season because of yesterday. Yeah, and they have a negative point differential. Right. Terrible, terrible. So, you know, everyone's been saying, yeah, you know, the Vikings are fraudulent. Here it comes. I mean, this was it. This was the spot. And yeah. we've been looking at, you know, the odds, you know, which one of these NFC teams is going to fall out. Certainly not looking like the Cowboys no. now. I mean, I can't decide which team I like better. Um, is it going to be the Cowboys? Um <sighs> Niners, like which one is going to be that strong number two in the NFC? Well, the Cowboys have a good case right now. Their defense held the Vikings yesterday to 183 total yards. The Dallas Cowboys might have the best defense in the NFL, maybe the NFL. I mean, that's how well they're playing. And, you know, we heard the report yesterday that Odell Beckham's going to choose between the Giants and the Cowboys after Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. If the Cowboys get Odell Beckham, you might say they're they're the biggest challenger to the Eagles in the NFC. I agree. I agree. I was here for all the tweets. OBJ just waiting to come back. It's like and wrestling. It's fun. Yeah. And, and, like, he has all the power. Like, what a cool position. He could just be like, this team or this team, which one should I choose? I love it. I'm here for all of it. And I, I think at this stage in his career, OBJ gets it. Like, he's going to fit in. He's a team player now. And I feel like, you know, it might be hard. Like, okay, where does he fit in? Chemistry. Wise, it might take him a little bit to get going, but I wouldn't be too concerned. You no, know, as plugging long as he's him in. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, sure. last year he got to the Rams and he quickly figured it out. He went middle of the season, so I, I think he'll be fine. It was a dominant win by the Cowboys. It's kind of like it's one of those. I thought about watching that game, our power rankings on Wednesday. I was like, the Cowboys have to be in now. Well, I'm taking an L because I was one of those just like, wow, this is so disrespectful to the Vikings, was it? I mean, maybe if this was a 1 o'clock kickoff or maybe if they were playing in London. We know Kirk Cousins is a morning guy. He's not a 4 o'clock or later guy, but he's got to figure that out. I I laugh at that whole narrative with Kirk Cousins that he can't play at 4 o'clock or in prime time, but it might be real. I mean, look at the numbers over the course of his career. <laughs> I mean, we, we basically can bet on the Vikings playoff game right now. Just tell me the time. If they are at 1 o'clock, the Vikings win, the Vikings cover. They're playing at 4 or 8 or there's a Monday night now, the playoffs. Do you think it's in his head he's heard all the noise and it's like it is. 4 o'clock kickoff? I hope I don't mess this one up. Now, I don't know. His offensive line didn't do him any favors against that pass rush with the Cowboys, but that was ugly. I was just like, wow, here comes the fraudulent talk with the Vikings. Yeah, well, when you lose 40-3 to at home, you, you get called <laughs> fragile. There's no question about that. Alright, now the Eagles yesterday, Aaron, when you start off 8-0, it's hard for anyone to call you fraudulent. But if they had lost that game to the Colts, and they were down 13-3 entering the fourth quarter, I think people would have called them fraudulent, because that would have been a bad loss as a 6.5-point road favorite. But yeah. they came out 
in the fourth quarter. I thought that was that was the biggest quarter Jalen Hurts has had this year. He ran for a touchdown, threw for a touchdown, and the Eagles escaped and they hold on and they're nine and one now. And you look at the NFC we mentioned a few minutes ago, they have a clear path to the number one overall seed. As long as they finish pretty strong, because they have that tiebreaker over the Vikings, they're in good shape. Yeah, I think for me, it was good to see them face a little adversity, and they still were able to get it done. The loss of Dallas Goddard was huge, Um, and we saw that a little bit in the run blocking, too. You talked about that uh, before this game, Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, they found a way to win 17-16, but (laughs) Jeff Saturday and his crew, it was impressive on, on their end, too, going up against, you know, arguably one of the best teams in the NFL, just a close game, so that's got to give this Colts squad um, some confidence as well. But yeah, I mean, the, over you know, being able to get the W without Dallas Goddard was very important for the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, and they're going to miss him. You could tell the yeah. offense just was. It's a concern. Yeah, it is. Um, so I think things are going to be choppy for the Eagles for the next month until they get healthy. But how about the additions? They bring in Sue. They bring in Linville Joseph. Oh yeah, so, they're still signing. Yes, big signings. So. Yesterday, Jonathan Taylor had a 28-yard run in the first drive, and the Colts scored. After that, he only averaged 2.1 yard yards a carry. He was really – he stopped Our, after that. I was just going there with Jonathan Taylor because he was one of my top You're, five yeah. bets, and it went under. I thought this was a mismatch. I thought this is a Jonathan Taylor spot. Ooh. No, I did not hit that bet. It just didn't look good for him. He really couldn't get a lot going. Um, That 49 yards and a touchdown on the opening possession, but the defense really did a a good job. And I was concerned about that because we saw the commanders and the Texans run all over the Eagles, and you have to think, like, come on, this is an NFL team. Are they really going to continue? If you're going to be an elite team and potentially win a Super Bowl, you've got to clean up some of your weaknesses, and they finally did. You know, being able to contain Jonathan Taylor after, that 147-yard performance he had the week before. I mean, his prop wasn't even close to 147, so I thought, oh, you know, he could still go over, but nah, he went under, so impressive by the Eagles. Yeah, and on the first drive, he had a 28-yard run, right? Like, if you had told me after that they would hold him under 100, I would say, no way. He's already at basically 40 yards in the first drive. They shut him down after that. Big win for the Eagles. I thought Jalen Hurts had kind of an MVP moment. Of course, Mahomes topped him later in the night, but a big night for the MVP candidates. We got a lot more to touch on. We're here all day at BetMGM National Harbor. Come on by and say bye. Hi. We're going to be hanging out all day and watching the World Cup, watching the NFL tonight with Monday Night Football. More on Week 11 takeaways across the NFL. We will, of course, get into Becuel Court. Some great guests coming up. <laughs> Joe G, Aaron Hawks, we're the Becuel Daily right here on the Becuel Network.